0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show I have a good friend of mine who I used to uh, do homework with in the library uh, over at UWM. Years back uh, We know each other from Greek life And um, She doesn't live in Milwaukee anymore Sadly, but she drove an hour Just to be here tonight And it was so kind of her um, She lives over in uh, Beloit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, We've always had great conversation about Everything that's wrong in this world uh, She hopes to go into public policy One day So uh, we're going to talk uh we're just gonna shoot the shit, and we're gonna crack open the hams and do it all. So, Stacy Cussin, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. How are you today?
1: Good. I think um, saying that we did homework together in the library was a little bit of a exaggeration.
0: Bit of a yeah. We were just I talk. But yeah. That was. <laughs> no homework got done. <laughs> that was kind of a mischaracterization. Uh, we. The intent was to do homework, but it turned into us, um...
1: Talking about music.
0: Yeah, it was us naming out random indie artists that we happened to...
1: Do you know this band? No. Well, do you?
0: Do you know this band? How about this band? Oh, yeah. Have you listened to this band?
1: Probably the douchiest conversations ever.
0: (laughs) While your sisters were, like, actually, like, (laughs) fast at work. Yeah. (laughs) It was insightful though because I'm all, I like to chop it up about music with anybody. I do remember uh, you put me on the El Geek Show. Did uh, I really? Yeah, you did. I do remember like that was like the artist I associate you with.
1: Thank you. You're
0: welcome.
1: <laughs> I love El Geek Show.
0: Yeah, I remember because I was like I was like oh my god Stacy Animal Collective and you were like have you listened to El Geek show like. <laughs> Kinda of like Animal Collective, sort of in some ways. But
1: like in Spanish. Yeah, yeah.
0: essentially. Yeah. But um no, I do I, those were those were good days. Um, I remember uh yeah, uh you were good friends with our our lovely uh friend Maggie Pulsine. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Magger. She's in Rockford, so she's not too far from you, right?
1: No, yeah, really close.
0: Do you guys hang out at all? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Yeah. She was supposed to come see me last week, but then like she quit her job, so she couldn't come over. She at, quit her um,
0: job. What the fuck? At the station? Yeah, Maggie. Oh
1: shit. She got a new job.
0: Oh. Nice. She'll fill you in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hit her up and be like, <laughs> "What you doing, <laughs> my girl? What you doing, Maggie?"
1: Yeah. She had a better job.
0: Nice. Good for her. Um, that was the last time I saw you it was at her wedding over a year ago. Yeah. At devil's lake state park
1: so beautiful
0: so Ooh, much alcohol lake. oh my god i drank like 10 spotty cows that night can we tell a story
1: yeah oh yes okay i had already laughed at that point
0: oh yeah did
1: but you... before that we took really drunk selfies together did
0: sure. we? i have to see them i don't think i've seen them
1: mm-hmm. we funny. did because my phone is like tucked into my boob of my dress <laughs> and it's just kind of awkwardly sticking out in them
0: right yeah well I do remember, uh, yeah, we, the, the wedding was very beautiful, <laughs> and then we went to the campground afterwards for the mm-hmm. reception uh, with live entertainment from Will Frang and the Goodland Gang, uh, our good, uh, good friends. Shout out to them. Booked them for your wedding. And, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I just remember um, I just really wanted to just drink beer all night. And I mean, being as it was an open bar, uh, when it was nice out at a campsite, I'm like fuck yeah! So let's get fucked up. So I uh, drank uh, about ten spotted cows that night. um, mm-hmm. I just remember it was like we had such a good time at Maggie's wedding because like it was just so funny that like her rugby like friends were there
1: bartending. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Like,
1: you can come to the wedding, but you have to work.
0: <laughs> it was just so funny, how Maggie comes from like this religious, like Christian family, and like all of them were like, "Oh, praise God! Like God is religious. so good." Yeah, and like her dad like s- like gave this speech about like this really wonderful speech about. <laughs> Oh, you know Maggie. What Maggie really needs is a is a godly man. Ben's like over there. He's like, yeah, I'm a godly man. And then like, I
1: need to pause you for a second. What's that? He also said that she was in a service fraternity at school, and as one of Maggie's bridesmaids, and
0: was sitting across the table
1: from her, and we both just look at each other, and we're like, nope. Definitely yeah. <laughs> not that. And then she was just like, all right, he's going to keep going, though. He's just going to carry on. So.
0: <laughs> it was so Because it was like her really religious family is talking about, yeah, like Maggie just needs this godly man. Mm-hmm. And just, there's so much God here right now. And then like later on in the night, Maggie's like really drunk rugby friends are like, <laughs> you have this thing in rugby where, where whenever one of us gets married, we go, hip hip hooray hip hip fuck you I forgot about (laughs) that like her whole family's looking at each other like what what
1: (laughs) I forgot about that that happened
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember my friend like the next day we like my friends and I were driving home we thought that was so funny (laughs) like holy fuck that was such a It's, like, I feel like Maggie and her family, like, are just so, like, so removed from the dynamic of Maggie in college, because Maggie's savage as hell. Um, Yeah. And we had such a great time that night. I, uh, we went to, you didn't come to Ho-Chunk with us, did you?
1: No, but I've heard it. I've heard about it.
0: Yeah, so we went, and I remember I was, like, browning out at this point, like, uh, I remember playing one slot machine with Brock and then blacked out. And then, uh, apparently I, uh, you know, uh, tried to make it to the bathroom cause I had, uh, I had the yak and, uh, I like it, I, it missed, it completely missed the toilet. It went like pretty much everywhere except for the toilet. And apparently it got on some dude's shoes that were like it, that was in the stall next to me. And, uh, <laughs> He wasn't mad or anything, I guess, but, like, the nah, security... he was mad. Oh, he was probably mad. Yeah. But then the security, like, apparently, like, were, like, looking at us, so uh, Jordan and Proc, like, had to just... They literally, like, pulled me out of the casino and <laughs> drove me home. So, uh, yeah, and I threw up the next morning. But anyway... Uh,
1: Wait, drove you back to Milwaukee? No, no, Oh, no, no. okay, okay.
0: Uh, we had a... With a hotel at the Dells. Oh,
1: okay, I was like, Jesus Christ. You
0: know, like, well, it a
1: really far drive. No,
0: yeah. No, we drove, uh, we, when we woke up, we went to Mac's, you know, the mac and cheese shop. Yes. Uh, and I, Legendary. I, I took like two bites of it and I just still just felt like death. Like, I don't get why people say that, like, oh, this food is the best hangover cure. No, like, no. no. no.
1: No, I can't I, eat anything. I
0: cannot eat when I'm, like, feeling like, it's like a train like, 9 p.m. the
1: next day, and maybe I can have a saltine, some water. Saltine, and I might have to scrape some yeah. of the salt off?
0: Maybe a couple pretzels, yeah, perhaps. Oh,
1: no, that's too, that's pushing it. Oh, I, <laughs> no, pretzels, kidding.
0: when I feel like shit, I, I eat a lot of pretzels. Um, but uh, pretzels were, like, my flu food. When I had the flu, I was just a bunch of pretzels. But, yeah, um... But, yeah, no, I, I remember taking, like, two bucks. I'm like, what the fuck? This is no hangover cure. I, I'm feeling even no, shittier. So I boxed so it up. rich. Yeah, I boxed it up and ate it later, and it was really good. Go to Mac's <laughs> Mac and Cheese Shop in the dentist. Not hungover. Not so, home, Yeah, actually. Uh, you Not know,
1: drunk. Drunk
0: would yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. any,
1: any type of inebriation would when be you're good. You're
0: going to, when, you know, when you're drinking a couple hams, uh, you know. I Do whatever. Go to, go to, Yeah. Then do it. But.
1: Yeah, smoking some things, like whatever.
0: <laughs> right, you know it's you know whatever your uh, whatever your uh, me- are. medium of choice yeah. is you know just put max know, go to max yeah it was really good but uh, yeah so that was the last time I saw you and that was well over a year ago yes but the fuck is up like what what's going on with you now
1: you know I'm always like my life is so boring and then um, I'll think of something to tell someone and they're like that's not boring, but that's really stupid. I'm like, yeah, so that's, that's what's up. I almost got a Medieval Times Knights phone number a
0: few weeks ago. You went to Medieval Times? (laughs) Yeah. I've I've been, I've never been to Medieval Times.
1: It was a staff bonding event, so my coworkers and I headed into Medieval Times, and, um, we bought those, like, slut crown things. Mm -hmm. So we were going around getting all the Knights to sign them. Nice. Slut asking crown. them to sign our slut crown. Wow! And all of them are just kind of like, "How dare you!" I'm like, "No, please!" Like, it you've thought it a million times. Come it's on,
0: like, it's like blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But the one night was just like, "Yeah, I'll sign it." I was like, "Yeah, nice. my kind of dude."
0: Hell yeah! Yeah, I always wanted to go to a medieval times. was uh, right. Have you seen the Cable Guy with Jim Carrey? Mm. That was, like, that was my, like, first time, like, uh, uh, like, because it was a medieval times scene where Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick, like, are knights and they're dueling. And and it's so, it's so funny. It's hilarious. But that was, like, that made me, that movie made me really want to, like, go to a medieval times. But, uh, my mom said that, like, we did it when I was, like, very little and she, they didn't. She and my dad, like, hated it, so, like, <laughs> it just never was a so thing. So screw
1: your childhood. Yeah,
0: so, you know, screw whatever I want, you know, like, to experience as a kid, because, like, you know, my voice doesn't matter anyway. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I've, I've heard that they don't, so they don't uh, offer utensils, but they have Pepsi. What the fuck are you doing in medieval times? Like, that, that's just such a hypocrisy. No. My
1: coworker brought a bunch in his pocket, mm. and I'm just like, seriously, like just just get into it, you know? It's yeah. fine. Just like sip on the dragon blood, like right from the bowl, the <laughs> tomato soup.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, nice. drug of blood. Okay, damn, all right. Can we go to the medieval times soon? Like, yes. Okay. Where'd you go? Where was it? Schomburg. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh my god. It's the not same that far. one you
1: went to as a child.
0: Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, dude. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's make. Let's speak it into existence because I want to go try it. Um,
1: I think that's one of the things about you that impresses me the most is that when you set your mind to something, it's going to happen. Yeah. You, like it doesn't matter. You don't care. You don't like. You're just like I want this, so I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah. That's. Yeah. Pretty much. So
1: I have no doubt that'll happen. Oh yeah, totally will. <laughs> like
0: I'm, I'm not shitting you. Like I'm going to go to medieval times now. Uh, well, because like. I don't know, I hate, like, saying some, I'm going to do something and not doing it, like, because, I mean, I, I hate, it's one of my pet peeves of, like, when other people do it, and I've been around so many people, like, growing up that have always been, like, they have, they say they're going to do, like, all these things, and they just do not follow through, and it, it irks me a lot, It, it it's made me, like, uh, you know, just uh, not trust people as much as I'd like to. Um... And, yeah, it's just, like, if I really want to do it, experience it, just, like, fucking live our lives, then, yeah, I'm, even if I go by myself and watch, you know, some, uh, some knights joust, Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm gonna go fucking do that shit because I want to, you know? Like, I just, I'm just all about, like, the experience of... Mm -hmm. Little of the little things, and um, and you know i I get it. like people are, uh, you know, it's hard to coordinate with other people, and that's why like I've kind of trying to i've just i like to I do think by myself all the time, you know, so it's like you can only really rely on yourself to do everything you want to do, so
1: for real okay. <laughs> oh. I'm one of those people that irks you, I'm sure. I'm like, the hugest flake, but then I try to pretend to not be, like, I'm the one who, at the last minute, like, I won't back out, but maybe someone else will, and I'll be like, oh, no, I guess all the plans are ruined now, oh, yeah,
0: pretty much, <laughs> like,
1: this episode of the podcast was over a week in the making, because you said a date, oh, yeah. and I was like, no, and then you said another date, and I was like, yes. And then I was like, "No, not that time, so let
0: me gave another time, and I was like, "Yes, and then like two hours before I was like I had to go home <laughs> no, it's fine I had to wait a day, yeah, so it's it's fine. um, I mean, there's been people that have planned episodes with me that just haven't they just ghosted me and haven't showed up, haven't ever told me what, like what the fuck happened. There's been like three people that have done that, so uh. You're already much better than them. Much better, than, yeah, <laughs> totally. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, you were uh, in town for your birthday last year, or, or excuse me, last week. Yes. Uh, how was it? What would you do?
1: What did I do? Um, I went to Fuel Cafe and had bottomless mimosas. Um, had to make it count, so I had six. Oh, nice. <laughs> we went to the Mitchell Park Domes. Um, which are way smaller than I realized and mm-hmm. one of them was like half closed anyways. Oh, damn, yeah. Um, and then ate some pizza.
0: Salad. The ins. Oh, the best. Uh, went out yeah. to some
1: bars where I didn't really drink at all. But people probably thought I was like blackout drunk because of how crazy I was dancing. But it was just really nice because a bunch of people I love um, got to like meet each other for the first time, oh, and then they was like watching them all get along. I it's best. Yeah, exactly. It's... So I just like felt all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, so it was just really, really cool to have everyone together. I have like seven different friend groups that all live in Milwaukee. Just from one way or another, like high school friends, study abroad friends, college friends, um, friends from like past jobs, like whatever. Just. And none of them know each other, so it's like I come and it's like I have to try and balance like who I see. Yeah,
0: totally. But I feel that that's hard. Yeah, I I definitely feel that because like I have friends in like a lot of different areas too, and I just love to bring people together. It's like what I just love to do. That's why like I love throwing parties in college. I don't know if you ever came to the juplex. Oh,
1: I came to the juplex. Oh, you came right?
0: to the juplex, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, I just love to bring so many different people together. And it, it is, like, I know that exact feeling you're, uh, you're, uh, motioning to. Like, just feeling so, like, wholesome mm-hmm. with all the important people are all together in your life that are, like, so dear to you in your life are all in one place. And,. It's, like, you don't get moments like that often, like, at all. Because, like, you know, people have lives. People are busy. You go up.
1: You, everyone goes everywhere else. Yeah.
0: Everyone, like, kind of goes their own way. But, and you can reel everyone in just even for its if it's one night. You know, like, those are the nights you live for.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sing in Portuguese a lot. Do Some you? guy I don't know, like, showed up. Um, when we were at someone's apartment, and he brought a guitar and an amp. I'm just, like
0: okay okay sure whatever okay well i was
1: like having the ultimate veto power on the songs were being played but okay so then he comes in and i'm like hi it's my birthday (laughs) like i'm not i'm not (laughs) hiding it from anyone i
0: was like "We're here
1: for my birthday i could
0: see you saying that well
1: i never had birthday parties as a kid yeah we had to have like family parties and it was always shared with my siblings
0: so you went up to him and you were like uh, this is about me. Yeah,
1: so I like go big now that I'm adult. I'm like I get to make the decisions here It is my birthday and damn it. I'm celebrating like <laughs> yeah. so He was taking suggestions. And I just kept making him play like the songs I wanted to him to play, but then he really just knew more like Brazilian songs on guitar It's so, like that's fine. I can work with this and then he was playing Brazilian oh, nice. songs and I was singing Okay, and some of my friends were like what the so you play like, uh, like you actually know another language.
0: Yeah, they play the the girl from Ipanema. No. Oh, that's a. That's it's like, a good song. It's a fucking great ass song. That's yeah. Brazilian, I'm pretty sure. It, yeah, it uh, is. It's, yeah, it's Bossa Bossa Nova. Nova. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. I heard that song in a commercial when I was like nine years old. Da, da,
1: da, da, da. It's like every elevator, every yeah. yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I'm glad you had a fun birthday. Um How do you feel about like? Making plans for your birthday because, like, I feel like I go back and forth about like sometimes. I mean, in the past, I've always wanted to go all out for my birthday, I've always wanted to, like, you know, throw parties, I've always wanted to, like, invite all my friends out, like, bring people together. But at the same time, it's like the higher expectations that you set for your birthday, <laughs> yeah, the more you're gonna be like, Let down. Fuck this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I hated, you know, this sucked. Um, how do you feel about that?
1: One thousand percent agree. And I'm a people pleaser too, which if any of my family ever watches this or listens, they're going to laugh and be like, oh, she fucking isn't. But I actually am. And (laughs) my whole thing is like, oh, well, like, I know what I want to do, but like, what does everyone else want to do? What's going to get people to show up? So then I start kind of wavering and like what my original thoughts are. And I'm like, okay, well, we can go to the bars. Like, what bars do you want to go to? Yeah. But... Yeah, 100% agree. And then, like, you build it up in your head, and then, like, one or two things go wrong, it's just like, shit.
0: That like, one or two... It's all be-
1: ruined! That, like,
0: one person you wanted to be there couldn't make it. Yeah, so. Ben. Hey. Okay, you didn't even invite me to your wedding. <laughs> so... To be fair. Yeah.
1: Very, very poor. Hashtag green card wedding it's problems. It, oh, yeah,
0: no. <laughs> Shout out to Hamo.
1: Shouts to Hamo. Shout- Lovely husband the, who's here not just for his green card, we're actually in a relationship.
0: The mister. guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's all good. Uh, I think, uh, what were you here on? Were you here on Saturday night? Yeah. Oh, uh, I was working. I always work Saturdays. I forget you. Thank you. Won't go, we could do this instead. <laughs> um, can I uh, give you another hams as a birthday present? Sure. Oh, did you finish the first no. one? No. Oh.
1: But I have two hands?
0: Oh my god, we're gonna. Double fist grab. I really don't even drink beer, but
1: like, oh, well. I'll do it. You're, okay, all right. Well. I'm gonna do it.
0: You 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 would do it, you would do it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, I I would have came out if uh, it wasn't a you know a slave to the system. Maggie
1: didn't come either, for some bullshit reason. Fucking
0: Maggie. Oh,
1: I'm in Ireland. Oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> Uh, oh, Dairy Girls mural. Oh, I'm uh, uh, Maggie McKay. Ah. Uh, I have red hair.
0: Uh, Christian life alum. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Ma- Maggie is like mommy and daddy, like combined. Honestly.
1: <laughs> she calls me mom and humo oh dad.
0: Really? Yes,
1: and I'm just like. I can't take care of you. You're that's, insane. It's funny.
0: That makes me my grandma because Maggie's my mama. Mm-hmm. She's mammy.
1: Show some fucking respect.
0: Damn. Uh, respect your elder... Okay, <laughs> okay, boomer. Uh...
1: <laughs> I'm so old now. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, you're only two years.
1: I've been having like a quarter-life crisis, though, for like five years now. It just, like, it started when I was 21 and then just never ended. So, I feel really old and dead. Why do you think, think that is? Um, underlying factor, I think oh. I've had like undiagnosed depression since I was in high school. And that's why. Ah. Yeah. Well. well pretty easy to figure sure, out. Right.
0: <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm not gonna turn this into an intervention or anything, but. Moderate. Uh, sure.
1: Mild to moderate. For sure. good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I feel that, I mean, I was untreated for a long time myself, uh, and, um, I don't know, I mean, you talk to a therapist at all?
1: No. I know I should, yeah, I, know. I know I should. Hey,
0: all, I got, all, all I'm gonna say is give it a try. As long as you find one I'm that, not
1: against it. Yeah. I'm just poor.
0: But, yeah. That's, <laughs> the insurance is a bitch. Um, vote for, uh, Medicare for all. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, the insurance is frustrating, and my therapist doesn't, e- I actually just saw him today. My therapist doesn't even take my insurance, but it's only a $40 copay, which for seeing him just once a month isn't that right. bad. But still, it's kind of like, damn, it's fucking $40, you know? It would be nice if I could just go see him and, you know, just have uh, feeling sane, not uh, cost me uh, out of pocket. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that and that would to be
1: a normal, normal functioning person. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I mean, I totally like sympathize with like how that discourages a lot of people from actually like you know receiving help. I mean, I had a friend last year who she has like really bad anxiety, and she saw a therapist. It was her first time seeing one, and she had to pay a hundred dollars for one session, her first session, and she was like. Yeah, it was good, but I had to pay a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, and of
1: course, your first sessions, like you're getting to know the therapist. Yeah, you don't know if it's going to be a good fit. Like, yeah,
0: you don't make you're, you're progress not at all. Building anything
1: at that point, other than the start of a relationship, like laying down the very minimum base work. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you don't you don't make progress until like at least like the third or fourth session when like the doctor actually starts like giving you like even surface level answers but finding a therapist is I mean it's a it can be grueling because it's trial and error Yeah. and you have to build that relationship with them and with that builds trust Mm -hmm. and you're not going to get that just right away you know uh, just talking to some stranger that's Mm -hmm. being paid to listen to you talk about your problems but so, yeah, I mean, it's a broken system. I think our healthcare is incredibly fucked yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that we really, really more than ever need to uh, get behind Medicare for all.
1: I'm going to be making a switch from really great health insurance at the end of this month to really not great really expensive health Damn. insurance at the end of this month, because, like, right now I'm still on my dad's health insurance.
0: Oh, right. oh yeah, you're going to be 26, right?
1: Yeah, I turned 26 yeah, a week ago. Doub-
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> you know, December 1st rolls around, and I have crappy health insurance that I'll hopefully never use, but, like, I'm so klutzy, I can't just, like, not be on it. Like, mm-hmm. I broke my wrist a year ago playing soccer, and then, like, a year and a half ago, I got a concussion playing soccer, and like six months ago, I got a concussion playing soccer. Yeah, you're World of the story. I quit playing soccer. Soccer
0: is beating <laughs> your ass. Yeah,
1: but like, I can't risk it. I'm super klutzy, but with what is going to be taken out every month for my paycheck, like, I'm not going to be able to pay my student loans every month, like the minimum. So luckily, like my job gives me free housing, like. Literally my entire paycheck check can just go towards my student loans, but even still I'm gonna have to be like, dipping into the money how makes a little bit, and I always okay. told him like, you know, you, like I have crazy student loan debt, and I told him he would never be responsible for it, even though my joke was always like, caught me an engineer, because yeah, you don't make right, that yeah. money, mm-hmm. but no, that's not true.
0: It's yeah, like, it's, it's a facetious yeah, like,
1: <laughs> like Yeah, like I'm not gonna, I'm nose, not taking sure. him for his money and now it's like, Oh, well I guess I have to go back on that. Like I have some money in my savings account and my bank account, like he's not on because it's literally just used for my student loans. So I have some money in my savings and I'm just like I guess I'm just gonna be dipping into that mm-hmm. in the meantime, like until I get a new job or a pay raise. I don't know. So yeah.
0: Um, that's we'll see
1: shitty. how long that'll last for. No, that
0: is really shitty, though. Um,
1: All the systems here are broken. Yeah. All of them. Vote in your primaries. Vote in every election.
0: So, I'm glad we're going in this direction. <laughs> um, so, I don't know about you, but I just ordered my Bernie 2020 long sleeve T-shirt. It is on the way. I just got the text from Tea Public today. So Bernie is my guy, but that being said i will not i will not be disappointed whatsoever with an elizabeth warren candidacy how do you feel
1: yes i did all i like
0: <laughs>
1: i i was struggling really struggling for a while like i was feeling the burn hard core in 2016 you know this right, yeah. um and i just really was like dissatisfied with hillary clinton and a lot of people, I think, were pushing for her because she was a woman. Mm-hmm. Which, like, great, but that's but you not have a to, reason to vote. Right, you personally. ultimately
0: have to vote for the best candidate. Yeah. Not just playing on identity politics. And,
1: like, obviously, I think Bernie Sanders still stands for everything he stood for in the last election cycle. And I think, more than anything, he's gone into more detail on what his plans would be. And I just, I struggle with how old he is. That's not going to dissuade me from voting for him in the primaries. Mm-hmm. Um I think Joe Biden's got to go. Like Oh yeah. Bye.
0: ass Joe We're Biden. We're literally
1: talking about the three bulls. <laughs> like yeah, Bernie, but he's older than Joe. Yeah, like, no,
0: I know, but just it's more just like Joe Biden, I say that because he maybe Bernie may be older than Joe, but
1: He's got Ber- a fight in him.
0: Well, I was going to say that Joe has just more dated ideas than Bernie does.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, like feels more bandwagon jumping. Yeah, Bernie's like always been with it.
0: Exactly. Like Biden just rides on the coattails of Obama's <laughs> administration, and then like, and he's extremely condescending in the in the debates. Like he just, you know, takes credit for like you know any Democratic win that happened in Congress like during Obama's presidency. I yeah, Bernie has been. For ex- for one, Bernie has by far the best track record. Like he has been yes. fighting for civil rights yes. since the '60s, since mm-hmm. he first entered politics. When, since
1: like way before we were even thought.
0: When my parents, my were,
1: parents weren't alive. When
0: my parents were literally like born, yeah. Like, Bernie was in, was was fighting for social justice. Fuck
1: <laughs> so man, and I was like, yeah, Bernie, yeah, My yeah. little non-existent self. Yeah.
0: yeah, and like, I think he's the candidate that. Like, he's fighting for, like, the most radical, like, sociological change. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, the other candidates wouldn't change things in the right direction, but I am saying that Bernie, I feel, he, like, is going to make the most real change happen. It's not going to adhere to neoliberal capitalist policy, you know, it's like, we have a lot, we have decades worth of work to do, but... And the the horrors of capitalism Are not going to be undone overnight But I think that Like Um, if you ask for a ton of change You know You're you're not going to get everything you want But you'll at least be Made compromises And you know like I'm pretty socialist at this point So like I think that Bernie Like you know Actually like loudly And definitively And just cohesively like outlines like exactly what you know the administration needs to do to stabilize the middle class and just make it a more livable america for everyone and not just the rich or Mm -hmm. the privileged that's why i support bernie
1: i think the even bigger thing though is that people need to not be just paying attention to the political or excuse me the presidential races Mm -hmm. but also you know the more state oriented things yeah. like, because that is where things are actually going to get done. Yeah. If no seats change in Congress and no seats change in the Senate, but we get a very left leaning president, not going to make
0: much of a difference. Right, yeah, exactly. And that's one thing that people said during the 2016 election that like you know, even if a democrat won, It'd be hard to change things to the extent that hopefully it will be for this upcoming election. Mm -hmm. Granted, you know, it's not another travesty. Yeah,
1: but with with twenty sixteen, like, yeah, Uh, you know, but in last November in twenty eighteen, like, there was definitely progress with like seeds changing over. Yeah, and so with twenty twenty, it's like okay, more seeds change over, and you get the presidency, like. A lot more connected
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: Yeah. and sure. I'm anticipating that
0: yeah I, I really hope so yeah. I I'm like I'm trying to remain as optimistic as I can mm-hmm. I'm not gonna jump jump to a, a devil's advocate conclusion about what like that Trump's gonna win again for one he's the only one he's like the only Republican running
1: no like, mm-hmm. no there are people who are trying to run against him
0: Are there really yes. I heard, so recently I heard that the states that aren't even doing a Republican primary.
1: So, um, my friend and I had a phone call about this a bit ago. I feel like you'd really like him. Okay. Put up Zach, you and Ben should be friends. Anyways, Shout out to
0: Zach, my new friend. I'll make
1: sure he watches and listens. Fantastic. So, um, he and I were having a phone call and he was like, yeah, there are already like three other Republicans who are like trying to run and they're like getting on different ballots in the different states. And one of them was some senator or congressman or whatever the fuck he is, that like in 2004, 2008, I don't know, he like disappeared for a long weekend and no one knew where he was. And he was like off having an affair in Brazil or something. And it was like over the Father's Day weekend. And it was like a solid 10 days where no one had heard from him or seen from him. And that's like what he's most famous for. And he was like, I just needed a break for my kids. (laughs) Like literally, I'm like,
0: what the fuck? Okay, like... This is a Republican candidate, you said. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This f- is like three or four weeks ago, wow. so like he could have already dropped out. I Holy don't know, shit. but... that's wild. I don't even know his name, but... <laughs>
0: yeah!
1: <laughs> okay. I swear to God, this is real.
0: Okay. This is
1: not fake news. Damn. Like,
0: shit. That's, um... Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very fascinating. Um, I will openly say that I've become... Far more left in the last year than I was. I was like more like left of center for like a lot of college. Really? But yeah.
1: You know what? That doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, I've become like a lot more left like since getting out of college because being an adult and like I'd say that like one of the biggest transformations has been hearing from folks like just listening and hearing from different communities about like how different issues affect them mm-hmm. and understanding like you know kind of stepping out of your bubble and experiencing like the, the shoes of the disenfranchised mm-hmm. and you know it just breaks my heart to see people not have what they need to survive and live a healthy life mm-hmm. but also just Seeing, like, political statements through art has been a very transformative thing as well, like, you know, whether it's a song you really like, a picture you resonate a lot with, like, movies that depict social issues, like, you know, and just mere conversations that um, have taken place on the show, like, it's like, yeah, you know, this fucking sucks and... Things need to change, and, like, the, the current system is not benefiting everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. There is no... there Like, this whole American dream concept is futile.
1: What American dream? Like...
0: Exactly. Like, that's what I mean, you know? Like... The
1: majority of us are living in poverty, like, right. American dream.
0: And, I mean, I get it, like... Even poverty here may be better than poverty in other countries. Absolutely, but it's a
1: different idea of what poverty is.
0: Exactly, but it's still like such a, you know, disproportionate wealth disparity between, mm-hmm. you know, who is in control and who's not, um, and I mean we're a democracy, like we are, like or at least. We call ourselves one,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we're a mm-hmm. severely flawed one. Yeah, and uh, it's like we're we're encouraged to uh, to uh, perceive that perceive our voices as if they count, so they actually fucking should. Yeah, you know.
1: Yes, I mean everything you're talking about is like really hitting home for me because, um, you know that I studied global security, global studies yeah. at UWM, but before that, because I had switched into that major, I studied art. And so it's kind of like the right in between of both of my passions where there's that little bit of crossover, like political art, whether it be music or paintings or photography. And there's just something that's way more humanizing, I think, when you're able to feel it and like we're not feeling it enough in our country. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have political art in the U.S. Like maybe back in the 40s and 50s, like, there's political art, maybe in the 60s, definitely in the 60s. But right now, like, what do we have in the U.S. that is artwork that's trying to make a statement? I mean, we have it, but it's not known. It's not well known. And when you look at other countries, it's like, especially other countries where there have been revolutions, especially, like, it's crazy the amount of political artwork that's coming out of it. And oh, yeah. it's kind of like what I think is my favorite part of school. Mm-hmm. During that, this is so off-topic—during um, all the budget cuts, like when they were going down at UWM, I was on an intramural soccer team, of course, and it was for like the Portuguese club. And our instructor put the team together, and she gave us this long, like, 20 minute speech in one of our 50 minute long classes. So she basically took the entire class to talk to us about like how we needed to be revolutionary and how students in Portugal like would never stand for this and they've had revolutions and uh, that you know there was something happening with all the students and they all like literally across the country mm-hmm. students at universities just walked out. It's this massive organization and how we needed to be doing that here, and so she named our team Ostevolucinarios, which is like, the revolutionaries, nice, nice. and then we were intramural champs. No big oh, deal. Fuck yeah. I mean, like, what? Hey, good
0: for, good for you kicking into the revolution, yeah. kicking balls. We did
1: nothing, but yeah! <laughs> so we won! Champs! Hell yeah.
0: Oh, well, good for you. Nice. Private enterprise is fucking us. You know? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: crony, corporate... Bigotry and fascism is Yeah, no, it's 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 real and uh, I'm I'm really hoping that you know like because I mean I want to have kids I want to I want to help do play my part in paving you know better life for Not only like those in my life, have and those I care about the most radical
1: children ever, please. I,
0: I totally will. They're gonna have great music taste. <laughs> God.
1: I meant politically, but also just in general
0: oh, that's both Okay, <laughs> good And you too, are you going to have kids? Uh, if you do
1: Maybe I'll adopt
0: Sure, fair, okay Well, I know that, I know. I already know that you're going to uh, raise some uh, Oh,
1: I won't have no punks I mean, like, some, they'll be punks, but like in the good some way soci- yeah.
0: Some woke-ass babies Some socially <laughs> conscious babies
1: Yeah, some I already babies Yeah, uh,
0: yeah <laughs> um, But the, the biggest thing to anyone really is to just kinda of like step out step out of your comfort zone to like listen and hear
1: mm-hmm. what
0: other folks need from you.
1: You need to I mean you can't experience other people's perspectives, but you need to be willing to listen if they're willing to tell you about it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're never gonna learn anything. Um right. and you can't you can't force it. Like it needs yeah. to be someone willing to tell you about their experience and you like really be willing to listen yeah. and take it in and know that Maybe you'll never have that exact same experience, and you'll never be able to truly understand. But it doesn't mean you can't try and help.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Like the best thing you can do is being a, be an ally, mm-hmm. and they will they will tell you but what be, to like, do.
1: The right ally.
0: Yeah, not not like an ally that. You know, steals
1: the mic and then runs away exactly. with it like right hand it off if someone's like no give it to me you give it to them like you get the platform you get the audience and then you immediately pull someone up there with you
0: that's a big white people thing is like you know yeah. white white social justice is basically running doing away that. with the mic yeah exactly is is making your voice the most dominant one in the room when
1: it's not important
0: exactly <laughs> yeah yeah what's being asked of us is to you know be allies, and that will, the answer to that will depend on the community and it will depend on the individual, but, um, but Always
1: checking in with the person you're being an ally for.
0: Exactly, yeah, like, what can I do better?
1: Or, like, if there's an instance where you don't know how you're supposed to respond and you do something, immediately after, check in with them, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know how you wanted me to respond, how would you like me to do this in the future if it happened Mm -hmm. again? How can I best serve you?
0: Yeah, Sir. exactly. Yeah, totally. I'm like, we like to think that, you know, the world is, you know, suits us and is there to take care of us, and we can rely on it, and because of that, you know, we, we, we see, people can very easily see, like, the system as being something that works, you know? We can, we can easily say, oh, the system is working. Yeah, like but, you can
1: just turn your head right, and
0: go with it. Right. but you know what? Like that's and that's you know where privilege plays in, and you once you understand how privilege has benefited us, you know, sub both subliminally and um, and overtly, mm-hmm. then you understand that like holy shit. You know, this may not be working as well as I thought it did. And I certainly, you know, i like, I certainly was complicit in that, like, growing up, growing up, like, I like to think that, you know, like, yeah, fuck yeah, bipartisan, you know, government, fuck yeah, you know, Obamacare, fuck yeah, <laughs> police, you know, like, you know, like, and you learn that, you know, that shit just, you know, it's, it's fucked over many people.
1: I think the craziest part about it is that every single person has intersectionality in some way shape or form and maybe some people's intersectionality is still 100% in a privileged place Mm -hmm. but most people have some identity that isn't in a privileged place and the fact that we're not able to like step into it and be like okay these are where like my privileges are lacking like this is where maybe I don't have as much going on and you understand how that makes you feel, so why can't you take it a step further and look at it and go, okay, well, I have this privilege that this person doesn't have, but I know what it feels like to be lacking privilege in an area. So what if I like just multiply? Like, okay, this is how I feel about this mm-hmm. one identity that I have yeah. I don't have privilege in, one or two. But this person has like five identities that right. they don't have privilege yeah. in. So how I feel about these one or two, like just scale it up, mm-hmm. and that's
0: right. other people great example
1: I'm an empath too can you talk? Oh, oh yeah <laughs> there
0: you go yeah hey, Stacy okay uh, this was a good ass conversation wasn't it yeah excellent we didn't prepare at all for any of this no and, I had no idea uh, what
1: I was walking in on oh well I have listened to your podcast I listened I knew like that much
0: don't worry I know I, I, I appreciate it but but are you walking out of this feeling good yeah I think we did some good work here. we always have okay. good conversations we, we sure as do man um I yeah, I, I just really missed you a lot, I you know. You were just such a ray of sunshine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um all right, well, Stacy, tell me what keeps you up at night.
1: Uh inequality across the board and my student loans.
0: Stamps at that. <laughs> what puts you to sleep?
1: Um, I listen to ocean waves most days. Hey, yeah. There you go, nice. Sometimes there's this ASMR person called the French Whisperer. I listen to that too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Shout out the French Whisperer. Love Thank what you're you. doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for having this. Show. Thank
0: you for having me. You bet. This was great. Thank you for driving to of come course. to come see me and do this. Of
1: course. It was
0: lovely. Um so check your fucking privilege. Um, you know, vote uh vote for uh what you perceive to be the most uh, powerful uh, social change. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, go to weddings. weddings. Be a good ally. Be a good ally. And, yeah. And but, go to weddings. And go to weddings. Weddings are so much fun. Oh, my God. I want to go to another wedding. I, get ma- get married and invite me to your wedding. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.